as parents, we all want to provide a safe, like heavenly space to our kids, helping you know, them cope with life's hurdles. And, you know, we all want to build strong bonds with our kids, which will encourage them to feel confident and secure as they step out into the world. Like, we all want this, right? But the responsibilities of parenting sometimes seem so overwhelming. We not only have to ensure that our child's most basic needs are constantly met, like, you know, feeding them, dressing them up, getting them ready, getting experiences, enrolling them in, you know, their education and all that. It's not just, it doesn't just end there, right? We also have to prepare our children for life filled with uncertainties, complex relationships, challenges, and of course, inevitable disappointments, right? And not to forget that we as adults not necessarily received this care and preparation ourselves as kids. And so this whole responsibility seems so impossible, right? But worry not. Today, I really want to share uh, this one tool that is going to help you beyond the, you know, physically being available or providing material things. It's about taking practical steps and learning to connect with our children and offering them support that will help them grow into resilient and confident adults who will have then, you know, healthy relationships with themselves and of course those around them. So it's only one tool that we're gonna we're gonna look into today. Like we look into all these strategies and, you know, all these tips and hacks of parenting. And of course, our internal world is filled with this, with all these, you know, supportive tips and tricks. But this one thing that I'm about to share is going to be a life changer. So are you ready? Drum roll, please. I am talking about being present. Yes, showing up. Now, let me also say that being present and showing up is very simple, but it's not easy, right? What it requires, we really need to know that if we want to show up for our, for our children, we are going to know our children inside out and then respond to their individual needs. That's what showing up means. That's what being present needs. Being present means, right? It's it's about being attuned to our child in the present moment, forgetting the past experiences or the stories or you know the the want to to reply back to them, forgetting all that, just being present. But like I said, this isn't as easy as is as it sounds, right? And many of us parents, it we just end up like our own desires and ideas stand in the way of really getting to know our kids. So again, showing up and being present is all about 
knowing our kids, understanding their needs, understanding what's under the iceberg of behavior, understanding that what are some of the unmet needs, understanding that how maybe unconsciously or unintentionally we must have, you know, done something or said something, right? These are the things that we really, really need to understand. For example, just think of uh, of a dad or, you know, a mom who is so caught up in the idea of raising a, a college athlete that he completely ignores the fact that his son has a knack for music and wants to take up an instrument. Right? Just just imagine that you are one of those child or or a mother who thinks her daughter isn't getting good grades because she's lazy. But the reality is she is struggling to fit in the school, you know, and as a result, she's feeling anxious and unmotivated. This might sound like this is a misunderstanding or anything, but this damages the parental relationship because children can also internalize what their parents think about them and develop distorted views about themselves right so for example the child with bad grades might start believing that he or she's just lazy right and so to better understand our children and become more sensitive to their needs we're going to have to be curious and be present and take time to observe them, right? And so when making these observations, we really, we're going to need to avoid making the quick judgments or, you know, cut the cords with the stories that we tell our head or, you know, the, the previous experiences. We're going to have to dig deep and ask ourselves, why is my child behaving a certain way? Again, and we can only do this if we're being present and being attuned to our child and showing up without any stories or any ideas, you know, in in preconceived ideas in our head. And another method is getting the information straight by asking them. So we, by by giving them or by giving them a chance to express themselves and share their thoughts and their feelings and yes you can learn a lot about their personalities and inner worlds by asking them we can and you know by showing up what i mean is you know we need to just again let our ideas aside and just be there and listen to them you can do this by setting aside like a special time, like, you know, a connection, regular connection time to chat, to share stories about the day, ask questions, ask them about their day, let them express, give them, you know, bring your silence, give them space to, to share. And this doesn't have to be, you know, first thing in the morning, it can be by bedtime, it can be right after school, it can be on the way from school, it can be at the dinner table, anytime, like just where you can have that two-way communication and you can, you know, where your job is to ask question just to ask question. Of course, again, leave that expect, even we even need to learn to leave the expectations by the door. 
Do not expect them to answer your questions. Ask the question to ask them. Because sometimes they might not want to answer it, but it gives them opportunity to think about it. And so when they feel comfortable or, you know, when they feel like sharing, they will come to you and they will share. So again, be patient for being present, right? So next time you want to do this with your kid, put your phone aside, um, stop doing the dishes and just sit with them. Just sit, sit next to them and just ask them about their day. Ask them how are they feeling. Ask them who is, you know, surprising them at school. Ask them, you know, how are, how are they helping someone, etc., etc. And just, just listen to them, right? Because this is what's going to give you a lot of clues. And this will get you into understanding your child better. So next time you can show up better. So next time when something happens, you don't have to blame, you know, unconsciously, unintentionally, you won't, you won't say something that would, you know, put blame or, you know, shame your child. And so when we're present, we can pay close attention to our children's inner worlds, their feelings, their needs, right? And we can learn to respond in ways that best suit them as individual. And so when this happens, a strong, you know, we will have a stronger relationship with our child and our children grow to feel valued and secure, both of which are very essential qualities for of course, facing life, right? And so understanding our children also means that we recognize and acknowledge their acknowledge their feelings. For example, when a child expresses that they're scared, it might be helpful to let them know that, you know, it's okay to be scared and we can figure this out together. And when you respond in, you know, in, in a way where you're acknowledging and validated validating their feelings they learn to to they learn that you know it is how important it is to feel what they're feeling and their and their parents are always there to support them right so stay tuned for next episode because I am going to share this one tool that I've been sharing on my social media lately it's going to be a game changer it's going to help you understand your kids in a in a unique way because we all know that our child is unique we're unique and our parenting journey is unique so i am going to share some insights on how you can understand your kids needs without the puzzles and without just you know for for waiting for them to answer rather you can have insights into their world from outside right without them telling you something but and then you can once you learn about that then you can notice them and you can enter into their world easier and faster so stay tuned for next episode to learn about your child's specificity instead of logically explaining why can't they have certain things.
Don't let people who do so little for you define so much of you. Yes, this is like, you know, because I am recovering people pleaser myself. And I used to take everyone's opinions and advice so much into my head until I learned that you know, I have all the answers within myself. Yes, it's it's a one thing to, you know, take resources and learn from it, but it's another thing to take somebody's advice and opinions to the heart and make it my own. I don't have to do it. I can make my choice. Yes, you know, I do go I do go and ask, you know, for for help. But I don't take other people's words so seriously and just do it so for for example when, when i mean like you know don't um let other people define so much of you when they do do so little is like you know you are the one who is with yourself 24 7 not everybody right and so you don't have to listen to what other people say or what are they gonna say or, you know, what are other people going to think about me? Let's put that aside. Let's put that in the back burner. Burn it up. Chuck it up. We don't need that. You be you. You live, you know, your values and just move forward. And so I am a recovering people pleaser. So I know how how it is to, you know, not let other people's opinions to my heart. And lesson number 10, and it's so important, and I am reminding that this is like the most important lesson that I need to take it with me is it's okay to outgrow people who aren't growing. Yes. And it's okay to change your inner circle. It's okay to, you know, choose, make a choice again and to hang out with someone who is helping you evolve and who's helping you grow right like how they say if you're the smartest person in the room change the room so it's okay to outgrow people and yeah you don't have to stay with the same person just because you grew up together you know if they if you don't align if you don't have same values if you're not aligned if you you know if the if the friend is not helping you in the sense you know with your dream like when I say helping you with your dream doesn't mean like helping you like literally helping you but you know who is always criticizing you and who doesn't believe in you those are not the people that you want to hang out with anymore and so it's okay to outgrow people I I mean I am outgrowing relatives and family members Yes, um, I don't share much about it, but yeah, I am like literally cutting people off of my life just because they are relatives or just because they're family member. But if they're not, you know, if they're not, they don't have like good wishes for me, peace out. You know, you're not for me, I'm not for you, and I don't have to be for everyone. And everybody doesn't have to be for me, right? And so it's okay for us to outgrow people who aren't growing and who are, you know, not aligning with my value, 
not aligning with my, you know, my purpose, um, who are, you know, gossiping and who are talking behind my back and who are telling me, oh, this is not the right thing to do, who are telling me and, you know, um, criticizing me and things like that. So it's okay. And so it's okay to outgrow. I hope these 10 lessons have I I'm taking these to my heart and reminding myself reminding myself that I am a gift to the world and I can make an impact. And so I hope this serve you as much as it is serving me. See you next time.